0: And welcome everyone to podcast number nine, uh, Transparency for
1: Remuneration. G'day guys, Millsy, how are we all? Almost almost Christmas time.
0: Yeah, good point. Uh, I think before we get on to this podcast, we should say we're going to try and line up a few things that are probably, uh, we'll catch up a little bit less about product and legislation and
1: just talk about where our where work-life balance is at. That's right. Tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Bring some special guests in. Special guests, who we had, who, yeah. Who have we got in mind? Well, we, we haven't asked them kids. yet, <laughs> 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 but the lineup is around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, surprise, eh? Yeah. We'll surprise the guys, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. No it Also gives us a chance to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> um i just wanted to actually bring up some just small sort of housekeeping i'm not not sure how many ars saw the steadfast property masterclass yesterday is four hours of fun um michael white glenn schultz uh julie from sctp uh it was a long as a long stretch four hours but I just a few things come out of it that i sort of picked up on and and i'll probably send out a bit more on a community post bit down the track when i get those slides but um one thing michael white um, brought up was uh, unoccupancy uh, for um, the SME bis packs and probably also uh, applies to your house and landlords as well. So be very, very careful uh, with uh, states and regions coming out of COVID. Uh, it's really important even endorsement time, renewal or new business to ask about unoccupancy. Uh, where they where they're at with it, and document that conversation uh, back to the client as well. So it's a really big thing. So if if they are unoccupied, please get in touch with the insurer, and see what they can and can't do. Uh, you want to be having that conversation now and not at claim time for sure. Uh, the other issue was flood. Uh, look, we're leading into La Nina for this uh, summer period, so be very careful with your locations. Flood. You can easily do a Zurich quote on SCTP. and I believe Zurich still has that 10% discretionary discount if it's a claim free account as well. So um, that might make a big difference if it's a high premium and you still have to put that Zurich quote or any other insurer if they accept flood. You have to put that in front of the clients and see what they say. Don't just say it's too expensive um, and move on for you have to actually put the quote in front of them and get them to agree or not to agree on that sort of premium. Uh, so floods are big. Issue at the moment and they reckon there could be some really severe flooding um, over the next quarter. So be very careful. Uh, check out for issues such as prevention of access, even customer supplier extensions under business interruption uh, if there's an exposure there as well. So flood is a must have. You need to um, offer that to your clients at the moment. Uh, so that's pretty much my housekeeping, Mick. So what's our big topic today? Remuneration.
0: Remuneration and transparency, yeah, so um, Steadfast had an article, I think it's one of their Pillar 3, they call it. That's right, yeah. Um, it, it looks like Steadfast, uh, NIBA, uh, on, on the same page, They're, they they believe in transparency and re- remuneration. Yeah. <laughs> so just a, a first blanket com- uh, mention here, I, I definitely don't have an answer to this. Yeah, yeah. One of the, I'm certainly smart enough to know that I'd be dumb if I tried
1: to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so what well, today we should talk about more so SME, BISPAC, which majority of our business, right? So how do we sit now with um, like SCTP, BISPAC, agency business, ranging from a 26.5% commission down to maybe 10%. What what do we what do we think about that? Uh, well, um, well, just firstly, so um, hopefully everyone knows, but if not,
0: Retail comms um, already disclosed. Yep. So that's why you're talking about pack or the commercial yep. wholesale side. Um, I, I think it's it's a bigger this this is gonna this for me is a thousand times more important than a lot of legislation that we've seen come through yep. PDDOs, TMDs, third sales models. This is where the rubber's gonna hit the road when we talk about changing landscape brokers are used to earning a commission of varying amounts yep. on wholesale products um, without having, having that disclosed mm-hmm. to the client. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So when I first heard heard about tr- um, transparency remuneration, my, my gut instinct was, oh, Jesus, we're going to have a race to the bottom. Mm-hmm. We're going to have good intentions and I, I fully believe it's it's good intention for the client transparency yeah. if you if you can't argue with transparency then um, you know, good luck trying to argue that cool yeah. but so it's good inten- well intended but I there's going to be a lot of sales brokers out there and I'm really wary of a race to the bottom mm-hmm. where you've got a client and they get approached they they go test the market and the whole the new broker. Just says, yeah, we, we quote unquote, we don't charge that. I'll take 500 bucks off it. Um, I'm not saying that will happen, I, I think
1: it will, but um, I can't guarantee it will. Okay, I, I get wary of sales. based yeah, I look, sales. I, I certainly see your point, mate. But what about the argument about if if I'm a new broker seeing another broker's invoice schedule, even if it didn't have disclosed commission on it, just has a fee, the new broker would would know in the back of the head that potentially what commission that other broker is getting anyway doesn't matter if it's disclosed or not yeah okay fair point but so that new broker just say they are
0: that salesy based so they discount the earn on that one particular client yeah they wouldn't discount the earn on every other client okay so then that, that one particular client is getting a different remuneration to the rest of the clients yeah okay yeah so i'm definitely not saying look i not even sure, to be honest, if I agree or disagree with yeah. how we... Because even these articles that you and I are reading, everyone's reading, no one's coming up with a solution for how to present it. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to be really clear. We are not going to go down that rabbit hole of trying to figure out solutions. Yeah. Um, hopefully, because you and I have some really um, strong disagreements
1: on a few key things. Yeah, for sure, mate. Look, uh, my view probably in the last few years... Um. I, I sort of changed a lot when. Vero SME index that comes out every year has been for the last 15 years. I think it is or last 10 years, sorry. Um, the last two years has been dramatic change in what SME clients are saying, and one of the ones that stood out for me was transparency of all the earn that clients were getting, and that sort of stood out to me. And I, I thought from it, SME BizPack, which is a majority of our business. I, I personally, see it that we would need to disclose our commission and what we're earning um, I, I i'm trying to think of from an sme client point of view if it's a big base premium for the government charge especially if you're in the you know new south wales of fs fsl as well still applying um they must know that the the broker is actually getting such and such commission as well as that admin fee or fee that's on the invoice so from my point of view i'm wondering if next year following that review that we will have to show commission and show that dollar value to SME clients. Well, that seems to be where Niebuhr
0: and faster what they're saying, how, how we do it and, and the timeline over that yep. is another issue. But so I've got to, um, here's where it gets kind of a bit more nuanced. It, yep. I, I agree with that, what you just said, 100%, but <laughs> <laughs> So you've got call centres, uh, direct insurers dominating the GI market, right? I believe, or well, we all believe brokers provide much better service advice about um, uh, policy yep. wordings yep. versus the intermediate uh, sorry, the direct market. So all this new transparency is going to happen for the for the broking side. Are the call centres, because they're only one product, there is no commission, yeah. are the call centres going to disclose their profitability,
1: what they make on that product? That's a pretty good question, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just see it happening, um, I'm not, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I just see it happening, but we, we talked before about uh, the advice and service proposition that our our guys, our ARs are showing to the client, they need yeah. to show that in writing exactly what they do. It's not just about a quote or rolling over renewal. So, you, you guys do so much more behind the scenes. We're mm-hmm. quoting other products, uh, additional quotes for that BizPack, for example, yeah. uh, might be the house and landlords policies for them, motor vehicles, but also other bespoke products like management, liability, uh, So doing so much more. And you, you were talking before, Mick, about we really need to show that, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah,
0: I think one of the good changes over the last few years is brokers really being front of mind and remembering to show all the work we do behind the scenes, yeah. whether it's really going to town on the – we know brokers did the remarketing, yeah. but go to town on – showing to the client yeah. the results of that. Um, we are slowly getting better at talking about the, all the uninsured risks that you just yeah. mentioned, including E&O, trade credit, corp travel. Um, but we're still so far removed from providing that to clients every mm. year and giving them a holistic um advice yeah. yeah versus if you're my client i think the industry just tends to say okay your biz pack reels due in december okay john i've reviewed everything i'll give some advice on your biz but your
1: your business is more than a biz policy that's right and so is your family yeah. and when you say advice we're, we're we're always going to be talking about personal advice and advice from now on that's showing uh that you've done all these management liability quotes this one is fit purpose. This may not have been for general occupation but you're actually showing that to a client right in in writing not just verbally i disagree don't worry about it sort of scenario yeah yeah 100 percent. keep referring back to that you know we
0: wear collars you know white collar advice yeah not just um salesy quote
1: um -hmm. i'm not saying that we do but that's historically been like our perception of the industry. Yeah. It, it certainly brings home how important it is. I know it's a lot of work for ARs, but they certainly have to show that documentation what they're doing. And that's, yeah. that's how great is that to show that if we do have to show our transparency of commissions, this is what we do to earn this. Yeah. yeah. So mate,
0: like, I guess in my head, um, whether we do or don't get to transparency, it seems like it's, that's where it's heading. Mm. How we get there, we don't know. So there's a few things outside of our control, but the things that are in in our control is transparency on what we're doing, yep. um, treating the client more holistically. And I actually made a point here, um, as I remember this, um, more holistically. So what's preventing us as brokers, the industry itself, not providing more of those, what you said, bespoke, uninsured risks, yep. cyber ML, B&O, PI, corp travel, and trade credit, yeah, that's passion eagles. Yeah, I dare say, thing, if if we're not comfortable talking about it, we don't. Yeah, and we get stuck in those um, blinkers mm-hmm. where your biz pack or farms coming up for renewal. I'm, I'm focusing on that, but mm-hmm. like I said earlier, that business is bigger than that.
1: That's right. That picture is bigger than that. And product. That's right. The, the tick box or cross for management liability or cyber just 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 doesn't cut it. Um, yeah, it certainly doesn't. Um, for for um, what's the word like, you know, justifying justifying that commission or justifying that yeah. fee? Yeah, you need, you need to show so much more. So, yeah. So I guess where I was going with that is, if we want
0: to be prepared for whatever happens in twenty two and twenty three, I one thing I think we can kind of um, get everyone on board is is we need to have like a formal training plan for every broker, every advisor, yeah. and that training plan should be done every. Once a year, and it, it's just literally half half a paragraph. Yeah. But it's if if I'm looking after a portfolio and you're doing a portfolio, we should have a training plan that supports the different types of clients and products that we have in our yeah. in our thing yeah. portfolio. And we should make sure that should the training should support the products that aren't in that portfolio. Okay. And I'd yeah. I'd say a bar a couple of brokers that I know most portfolios are light on in. ML cyber and the rest of it. Yeah, and we've done those numbers. Yeah. So I guess if we don't have a, if you don't have a training plan now, you should. Um, and and give us a call any time. We've got examples of training plans, but it, instead of waiting the entire year and then doing kind of token online training to get twenty five points, twenty four yep. points, twenty five isn't. it? Yep. 25. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah. For me, it should be done either monthly or every second month. Yeah on the products that are relevant to you or the products that are relevant to
1: you but aren't insured in your portfolio. And so so how are you suggesting AR should go about this and like time spent? Should they contact Offshore Head Office or Steadfast or what, what should they oh. uh, be doing in-house first and then coming to us and what what sort of time do you think would be spent on something like this?
0: One to two hours a month max. Yeah, Yeah. Yep. I think that's there's so much content out there. You don't need to um, spend too much time trying to find stuff yeah. you've got insurers who are willing p- to provide content for specific products um, steadfast campus yeah. um, we're gonna next year we're gonna roll out some some training guides to help people with that too yeah
1: so good good stuff with dual for example side yeah. and ml definitely great stuff all those short videos two three minutes yeah um, even longer for just a bit, bit more specialist um, so no doubt we'll probably do a like a training
0: podcast next year I guess yep. unless um, well, the multitude of <laughs> fans want it <laughs> um, but I, I guess to, to bring it back to transparency I think we need to position ourselves as best as possible because the water is still grey at the moment yep. and if we don't change anything now and wait till the water clears up and we know what's happening um, I, if, if we're not providing all these different advice to the client or if we're scared of what we earn and we can't eyeball the client yep like you mentioned earlier, the pub test. Yeah. If you're not comfortable, there's a reason why.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so what, what do you think ARs can do right now? Look, my, my thought is that it, it just reinforces how important it is to really document exactly what you're doing for the client, mm-hmm. not just the verbal conversation. That's great, but that's just part of it. Um, that's probably helping laymanize. Talking about products or talking about that particular biz pack, why the markets change, why it's going up or not. I, I think it, leading into this review of the Royal Commission next year, I really think it's important for now, today, that documenting exactly what that advice is, Amen, what what, what they're doing for the other products, what they do with the biz pack, why it's going up twenty five percent, the other eight insurers, uh, sorry, the other eight insurers on SCTP. Uh, are doing this this and this or whatever it might be yeah um, but i think it's important right now once we know that we have to change our ways by if we have to be transparent with commission or not or whatever it might be yeah but it just reinforces i think it's important to document in full um you, you see the advice that financial planners give it's just like yeah, right. it's yeah. Like, <laughs> was that 10 20 pages there's heaps but we're probably going to get to similar stage but i'm not yeah. so sure if it's going to be to an extent but yeah.
0: Well, and that's a good example as well. Sometimes I think there's there's over, like with the, excuse me, the financial planners, the the statements of advice, yeah, that can be 60 to 80 pages long. Wow. So that's, I believe that's kind of too much. Yeah. But there's a lot of um, templated guff in there that can get stripped out. You boil it down to what the client sees, the financial planners' um, presentations on general, I'm not saying by particular brokers, But planners' presentations are generally better than brokers. And you're right. I think we need to get to that um, more formal presentation, more consistent. So if you've got 10 motor vehicle um, mechanics on your books, just say 20, Mm. they should all pretty much get the exact same template wording and then you tailor some of the advice to their particular location, turn over the rest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... Just I'm sort of thinking out loud here, so cut me down if you want, <laughs> uh, but if just talk about SME Biz bank again, if you're, if you're earning, let's say $1,000, let's say it's a $5,000 base premium with government uh, plus government charges, you're earning $1,000, you need to sort of be looking at that, saying how I justify that $1,000 earn, right? Well, that's why I think it, it where it gets a little bit hairy. And, because what's justified for you
0: versus me, yeah. you might have more more costs than I do. Yeah. Um, you might be more efficient than I do. Uh, your level of advice, I'd really get um, concerned when we start putting a dollar figure on a particular product and say, well, whether you spend four hours yeah. or fifty hours yeah. on it, because also you don't know throughout the year if they're gonna yeah. have multiple claims or if they're gonna
1: call up and have multiple inquiries that have no that's right. income value. And that's and what I was getting at was actually I firmly believe our ARs are justified in what they earn. Um mm. uh, whether it be twenty-six and a half percent, whether it be ten percent, or whatever it might be. I, I really do because I see the work that they do for the whole year, yeah. not just the renewal, not just the new business. You know, we all know how much work's involved in Getting a new business client across—that's a lot. But endorsements, changes, advice during the year, cl- claims where we're there for that promise. Yeah. We're there. So, and you're not getting paid for that claim. You know. So, it, it's you know a lot of work in some cases. If they've got a, even a minor to a major loss, the the days, weeks, sometimes months spent on that one claim that you're not getting paid for. So I, I firmly believe our hours are justified in what they earn. I just think that. Why not show what you're earning and then you you can justify that? I, I firmly believe that. I, but if you can't, then I think you've got to, there's more questions there. So that's just my view. But yeah. Well, I guess that's what's within our control is to, is
0: to justify all yeah. And, and, yeah, justify everything we do. Yeah. And up our up our game to the next level, which I think we're already well ahead anyway. Sure. But up yeah. it again. Um, but I, I again, there's some, past me that think the, the broader gi of australia is direct on less definitely less policy wording definitely less um service um i mean you could argue that they've got 24 7 access to call centers but aside from that the level of service at call centers in terms of proper advice for commercial clients i don't believe meets anywhere near brokers yeah. so it feels like this is Change that makes sense, but if it ends up being um, affecting the brokers who are actually providing better advice than well, I believe better advice than the call centers, yeah, I don't see that's a better result for the client
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah, wow, heaps (laughs) of questions, heaps more more (laughs) questions than answers, (laughs) but look, um. I think it's really important that ARs, actually, we have a discussion about this. Um, it's probably be great leading into Christmas if you've got thoughts on this to let us know. Um, we will be talking about this a lot more early next year, I think, and it, from and following NEBA convention that's in next month. Is that right? NEBA? That... Yeah, mid-October. I actually haven't followed if it, it's still. Yeah, so... um, okay. I think they're doing virtual, aren't they? Or virtual, what? yeah, that's yeah. right. Or state by state, something like that. Yes. So yeah, heaps of questions, and it's going to be really exciting times next year. How that plays out, I think. Um, yeah. I Actually, saw sort a of stat the other day. I thought of chucking in. I saw um, how AFCA results. There's something like sixteen thousand claims over last year in GI, yeah, general insurance, and only was it three hundred something uh, against the broker. Yeah. So it's less than two percent. Is 1.8 percent, I think it was, against the broker. So, so I'm not too sure breaking that 1.8 percent, which favourite found it in favour of or or not. But I thought that was fantastic for brokers. How good is that? Under two percent of all GI claims. 100 yeah. percent, which is outside of this transparency issue. Yeah, you know, why fix what's not broken? And do yeah. That's one of the things. That's right. Yeah. goes through my head. So we're we're right on a good path. Everyone, we're doing fantastic. Bloody yeah. Eight. Yeah,
0: um, we're going to have to talk about this topic a lot more um, as I guess more industry bodies and regular regulatory bodies kind of fix their position on it yeah um, but clearly hopefully this this body kind of helps everyone out there know that it's okay to actually not know yeah let's
1: have like right. different yep. agreements that's right yeah right <laughs> a lot of questions a lot of questions not many answers here but the, all we want to do is just engage in conversation and Get open a dialogue, and uh, if you have any thoughts, please let us know. Uh, it's sometimes we come away from other conventions, or PD days, or webinars, we just we keep it to ourselves what we think. So I really think it's important to actually uh, open to discussion and just see where it goes. Yeah, well said. Um, yeah, thanks everyone. There's going to be a
0: lot more on this. Um, we'll try and scale down some of the
1: intensity, I guess, <laughs> leading into Christmas. <laughs> it's all food for thought. Food for thought, you know. No, a, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for everyone listening in. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nilsie. Good. Thanks, Mick. Good me. argument. Well, <laughs> the best, guys.